Hey, 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 we garage guys, this garage guy Chase Dale Tanhart. Uh, we are in Atlanta, uh, going to Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. I am in a very weird position, and I'm not going to move this entire episode. Dale will be doing all the moving. Uh, he will also be doing all of the uh, the research, looking at things on phone, uh, because if I move, this cord that's on this uh, recorder we have here is going to short out completely and don't want that to happen. So, not going to move. Dale, how is your, uh, how's your time here in Atlanta been? um pretty boring so far uh but i just saw the rv i just hopped on the rv so we hadn't even gotten the weekend started yet so um i was thinking about going to dawsonville pool room but i changed my mind because traffic is a fucking bitch around here and i would have had to gone more north and then south again to get to hampton so fuck that i'm not gonna do it maybe uh maybe another time but it's not worth it to me right now I'm excited for the weekend, though. Uh, my first ever NASCAR race that I went to was in Atlanta really? with my dad in 2005. It's a shame it wasn't Talladega. Yeah, well, it's okay. I've gone to Dega plenty enough times to make up for that. But first ever race was Atlanta 2005. Got to see the IROC series and the truck series. Uh, and then we had to go home. Don't remember why. but sure, that, was, that was a cool story. You just went home. That's it just went home didn't get to stay for cup or whatever just fucking left after yeah, the iraq race did you like go to your friends and tell them like do the joke like iraq and roll all night long no baby no you Fuck never no. were a kung pao enter the fist kid were you no great movie everyone should watch it um we're gonna enter the fist of atlanta this week because it's gonna be the last time they run on the dog shit concrete uh call it concrete even though it's not concrete it is it's great fun. concrete it's fun. fantastic concrete it's fun to watch it's uh it's like a broken road uh just a busted up road that you like have in, like the small towns across america um that's that's atlanta and everyone loves it uh for some reason so we don't we don't judge we don't judge but they are there's a lot of controversy going around this track now uh because they're going to make 28 degree banking at this track they're trying to mimic dega and uh and daytona but they're going to make it more narrow at the same time which i don't quite understand no one seems to understand it i could go off but we're here to have fun i'm in fun mode i'm in fun mode win money mode but at the end of the day none of the drivers understand though it's just like it's just hilarious at this point it's comical what they're trying to do i mean they consult no drivers they don't obviously have don't consult which, whatever, it's fine if they don't consult fans, you know, but the drivers are the ones that are keeping this this entertainment deal alive. So the fact that they consult no drivers and then they announce what they're doing and then all the drivers are like, that's fucking dumb. It's comical. So shout out to AMS, Atlanta Motor Speedway, for that. Shout out to Tony Stewart. Uh, shout out to Tony uh, because I saw a clip where he was talking with Kyle Petty, I think last year, talking about how they started having meetings. Um, and he was just like, well, fuck, like, this is not good. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, these it's things are working. referring to, he didn't name the executive, but I'm sure it's one of those OD Steve fuckers, but whatever. 
another topic for another time. We're here to have fun and win some cash, baby. Let's get That's it. right. So uh, to ensure that no wires short out, we're going to be short and sweet. We're also in a Kroger parking lot. Shout out to Kroger uh, here in Georgia. Uh, beautiful place. I feel like uh, we should just, you know, say that. Don't know when the cops will come, but Georgia police is not something I would like to fuck with. I've heard horror stories, so we're going to try to be as quick as possible uh, to give you four guys that we like uh, on DraftKings this week. Dale uh, has all of the information. Normally, I would have my phone out, but I'm holding wires and, and leaning in a very uncomfortable position, but I do it for you, for the Garage fam. Uh, and, and that's, that's why I do what I do because Dale would not lean this way, uh, ever in his life because you wouldn't be able to see his beautiful rusty Wallace shirt. And since I don't have that shirt, I figured it was for me to take the fall on holding wires this time. So I want you to show them your shirt and you show it, you show it well, it, you got to get all in there. Just get on your knees. Rusty wall. No, rusty like Wallace, suck a fat one. Mach one. Miller, uh, genuine draft, but classic, classic mid nineties tank top. It's hard to find old school tank tops, old school NASCAR tank tops rare. that are legit. So when I found this, I was like immediately going to buy. So highway, highway to the danger zone. I think Tom Cruise would have definitely worn that shirt. Kenny Loggins. Yes. Great song. Been seeing a lot of people, uh, flying in jets lately. I'm wondering when our turn is going to be, if you own a jet, uh you know fighter pilot uh just invite us over uh we'd love to ride around um i don't know if i can do it without oxygen uh but we'll try uh first driver DraftKings. uh you want to go ahead and just do the honors you got you got the the data i'm gonna go ahead and just say his name uh it's it's a very easy one it's uh, it's kyle larson he drives the number five car shout out to terry two time uh he led a shitload of laps in atlanta only to be blocked by Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney won the race uh, last time. It was a very heart gut wrenching tragedy, but shout out to Nighthawk because he won a bet. I think you bet Blaney live as well on that race. Uh, Larson has good potential for uh, redemption at this one. Go ahead and let him know the price uh, over on DraftKings because I can't see it. I just know it's 10 something. No, actually, for Larson, it's not ten something. J.K. But it's it's twelve thousand, and I actually wow. think, based off of uh, his dominance all season long, and I mean, like he's been good everywhere as we've seen. But the one point fives, intermediates with the with this aero package, he's been virtually unstoppable. I mean, been the fastest car week in and week out. Vegas, Atlanta, which he he should have won Atlanta, but Blaney came on there at the end. Vegas. Be real. Atlanta, Charlotte, Pocono, he was the best Don't at least talk in the about first Pocono. race. So you just I honestly think that his price at twelve thousand is a little cheaper than I expected. I would have expected more closer to thirteen thousand. Uh that's about where he was priced at I think the uh first Pocono race in the doubleheader. Um he's just been unstoppable and he I think he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder after giving one away to Blaney here uh, up in the spring so it's a no-brainer i mean he's going to be high high owned but rightfully so he could he's going to get to the front and he could pop, possibly lead 90 percent of the laps and dominate the race so kyle larson is the number one play easily just pray for no flat tires um uh, uh 
thinking about that Inya song right now. Like, who can say where the road goes? That was what was going on in my brain during that Pocono race. Because every, ever since then, it's just he can't win right now. So he's got to win. Uh, and he starts P6. So and that just gives points. you, yep, just gives you more opportunity for a little extra points. So people get lapped hard at Atlanta. Remember that, you know, you see all these guys starting in the back. You're like, oh, I'll get, you know, I'm going to go get grab me a hold of of this here Ryan Priest. Now I'm not saying Ryan Priest is a bad play. Cars get lapped. They start real far back. So if they're not as fast as the other guys, uh, you can find yourself in a world of shit with your bookies, uh, which your bookie would be DraftKings. For this one uh next guy very uh notable for us to talk about um and, and a lot of people are going to expect me to probably say kevin harvick here and i'm not uh but i'm going to say ryan blaney i'm going to say ryan blaney because he starts p15 he starts p15 this week uh we do know that he has been able to run well at this track and i do believe that he will be right up there in the thick of it uh as the TikTok meme suggests. Uh, so into the thick of it, Ryan Blaney this week, he, he's definitely going to have a good run. Don't think he'll win it, but he'll be up there contending. Uh, and that's just going to be my call. And because of this, this is a GPP play really, because obviously I'm going to have some Kevin Harvick in lineups. Think it would be foolish not to based on his record, but he is starting 21. It's going to be lucrative. Almost everybody in their mom is going to be playing Kevin Harvick. And I think that if you pivot to Blaney instead of Harvick in your GPP lines, something happens to Harvick, you're, you're going to be in the thick of it rolling in cash. So that's that's what I'm going to say. And how much is, is Blaney this week? Blaney is 10500 which I think is extremely reasonably priced because shout out to Todd Gordon, who is retiring. I don't know if we've touched on that at all i know that was two weeks ago he announced that two three weeks ago shout out to todd gordon because since 2020 if there's any crew chief that has been on top of this particular aero package the 550 with a tall spoiler it's todd gordon because ryan blaney has been in the top three most consistent drivers at the mile and a half and under this aero package in particular they've been fast week in and week out they should have won a lot of races last year texas is a good example uh gave that one away when austin dillon played the pitch strategy but the speed is undeniable and like we said he did win atlanta uh, in a late race charge but he was fast that entire race kansas super fast late race restart with kyle larson they dropped the back he finishes 21st uh pocono very fast finished sixth and fifth in those races all-star race was i think the best non-hindered car in the field so the, the speed is just undeniable for Ryan Blaney and Todd Gordon. I mean, they they got this aero package down. So, I mean, starting P15 also just adds more chalk to it. He's going to be up there. He's going to be contending for the win. Uh, the only thing that is concerning is just the bad luck that they have sometimes with just late race mistakes. Uh, Martinsville, they dominated that race. And then what did Blaney do? I think he ran over the ran over one of their pit hoses and went to the back after yeah. he led 380 laps shit like that happens to Blaney sometimes. So if you're not feeling the luck there, you know, maybe you could go to, to Harvick. If you want to feel like a safe bet, when you look at the, the resume with Harvick, go with Harvick in a safe kind of contest. But like he, like Chase said, in a GPP Blaney is, is the second optimal play 
I believe, behind Kyle Larson because the speed at these types of racetracks with this aero package is undeniable. I'll be hammering Ryan Blaney on Sunday. Life is full of risk. Uh, you can't get anywhere without it. You got to do it sometimes because if you play it safe all the time, you're probably going to fucking lose. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, and, I, and I have a good feeling about the TG12 method. We could call it the TG12 method for Todd Gordon because Ryan Blaney drives a 12. I like that. The that TG was good improv. Method. TG12 method. Yeah. 100%. Love that. Him and Tom Brady probably best friends. Um, if he wins, we gotta we gotta like trademark that or something. The TG12. It just Dude. like right now, if you try to use it, we will sue you, <laughs> guaranteed. Um, all right, so don't fucking try it. Don't do it. You'll get into the thick of it. I've been listening to that a lot. Too much TikTok. Yeah, a lot. Um, so next guy we have. This has been a guy that's been talked about a little bit on on Twitter this week. I've been seeing uh, a lot of people kind of chatting him up, and obviously we want to go to the Hendrick Wheelhouse again. Uh, no, it is not Chase. Elliot, I do not think starting uh, him in your lineups this week is smart because anytime he goes home, he has some some weird things happen. And that's for a lot of drivers. A lot of drivers have some weird juju at their home tracks. Just look at Clint Boyer. He could never figure out Kansas. Very fun. Not comparing Elliot to Clint Boyer because Elliot actually has a championship. And uh, I'm not even talking about Elliot. We're talking about Alex Bowman. Uh, he's going to be starting, I believe, is it P17? That is correct. P17, Alex Bowman. I like this play a lot because Bowman is having one of the best years of his life. No, racing. the best year. The best year By of far. his life. He's won three races so far. The momentum's strong. Uh, literally, uh, I mean, he if it wouldn't have been for Kyle Larson blowing the tire, he probably wouldn't have won Pocono, but he did win Pocono. He was there, and that's what counts. Uh, he was there. His car was just as equally fast, and – some people might want to pivot to Willie B at this point. You're going to want to at least have two Hendrick guys in your lineups this week. I can guarantee you on that. They're fast. Uh, and I think that for place differential, these are the best ones. But Alex Bowman, to me, just just fit the bill uh, over Byron because of his just momentum that he has built. I feel like they've got a good thing going right now with him and his team. And I think that we're going to continue to see that here. And I, I'm going to go ahead and be bold, be a bold boy, and go ahead and slap a top five on Alex Bowman this week uh, at Atlanta. So I'm slapping a top, a top five. I'm that confident. Top five stamp Bowman. of approval. Stamp of approval, Garage Guys. I would stamp it with my hand. Can't move my hands right now, though, because if I do, the mic will short out and you won't hear me. So how much does Alex Bowman cost? 9400 And – you know, we talk about just the Hendrick guys, and and I'm not going to talk about Chase, but William Byron and Alex Bowman is the, is the debate here, and will be a big debate for the weekend. Um, I think Byron is a safer play in some ways because of his consistency. The consistency is there. But when you look at Bowman, I love the momentum, like you said, three-time winner this season, uh, ran third at Atlanta this spring, was super fast. So Byron is 10000 Bowman is 9,400. I think saving that $600 to have to put someone else that's worthy in your lineup could make a big difference. So I think kind of the same deal or something similar with maybe with the Harvard kind of thing. I think Bowman, just because of his win potential, man, like he, he's been the one guy that's been able to come up and pass Larson at the end of races. Uh, it, it, in regards to the Hendrick fleet, what he did it at Dover 
I think he did it. Shout out to Dover. Where? Hold on. He won at uh, Richmond, which I don't know. Larson wasn't as much as a threat at Richmond. But Alex Bowman is a closer. I tweeted about it a couple weeks ago. Face it. Let's face it. Kevin Harvick was the closer back in the day. Now that is Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman is the new generation Kevin Harvick, how Kevin Harvick was in like the late 2000s into the early teens. The closer, that's Alex Bowman. Go ahead and give him a round of applause because Dale Jr. picked him out. Yeah, it continues to prove that. I need you to clap because I would clap, but I can't. Is that how you feel about Dale Jr.? I'm I'm slapping the Dale car, baby. That's the best way to clap. That's fine. You're slapping Dale Sr.? That's fine. No, look, look, Alex Bowman starting P17 at 9,400. I think we, like I said, William Byron can give you more of the consistency based on the statistics. But Bowman really has that win potential and that top three potential. So uh, I like Alex Bowman as well at 9400 I think he's appropriately priced. And you save that $600 that you could spend elsewhere uh, instead of putting Byron in your lineups. Yeah, his car also is just sexy as shit. It's like, it's like literally if, if someone did ecstasy and made a NASCAR paint scheme, that would be it. That would be the one. If you rolled up to a rave in Alex Bowman's car, you would instantly be surrounded by crazy people possibly foaming at the mouth. So don't do that, but definitely put him in your lineup. Um, last guy, this is a guy I think we both we both kind of like, and this is kind of a kind of a questionable play, I would say, but I think that this is the call. There are some guys in the lower tier in the six thousand dollar area that one of them looks spectacular, but also has a weird history lately of wrecking himself or spinning himself. So uh, his paint scheme is really cool. Uh, shout out to Hot Dog Season. It's not Ryan Newman. It's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, is the guy that we are going to be playing in DFS lineups this week. And he is more expensive than Ryan Newman. I just had to bring up Newman for the hot dog car uh, that people were mad about for some reason. And I thought it was incredible. It's plain. It's simple. It's beautiful. But Ricky Stenhouse, don't know what paint scheme he will be running. But shout out to Kroger because we are in a Kroger parking lot right now. I would show you, but my microphone would short out. Uh, Maybe at the end, I'll show you for proof. Um, But I like Ricky just because we have seen something out of JTG and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. this year that I don't think we've seen in a while. And that is a word that you use for William Byron. There's been some consistency as of late. There's been forward progress there. It's been looking good. And I feel like, I know that when, when you go, when Ricky goes and runs at Charlotte, when Ricky goes and runs at, uh, at Kansas, or if he ran like uh, not really Kentucky, but Kansas and Charlotte, I would say he, he has this history of like kind of being on point. Like if he's having a decent year, He's going to run really well at those intermediate tracks. And maybe you're being a stat boy right now, which would be cool. Uh, But how much is Ricky going to be going for? And then I'm going to turn it over to you to to dig a little deeper into Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, Ricky's 6,600 on DraftKings. Uh, So like you said, in that mid 6,000s, He's, he, I think he's one of the best options. I know you look at the starting spot and you're like, oh, not much upside. Uh, but when you have guys like Ryan Newman or like Anthony Alfredo, which I do kind of like Newman this week, don't get me wrong, but 
you got guys like that, like Newman, Alfredo, Bubba Wallace, who are starting back in the 20s, maybe early 30s, but have been stricken with just mistakes, bad luck, wrecks. Uh, I think Ricky is is going to be a, an under-owned play because of his starting spot. But at Homestead, ran 11th. Uh, Atlanta ran 12th. Uh, I think the Coke 600 ran somewhere around 12th. Las Vegas ran 11th or 12th. So, I mean, if you get a top 15 out of Stenhouse, he's a win. He's definitely a win to your lineups because those points are critical on these lower tier guys. And like I said, if you got guys like McDowell, Alfredo, Ryan Newman, they're, they're just so volatile. Uh, I, I, like I said, I do like Newman. I think he's a worthy play because Atlanta has a good history, a good track history for him. I saw a cop pull by. That's why I like stuttered. Pause for we a second. Literally in a I crowd. was like, are we going to get towed? So apologize for the rare pause. Not really my thing, but I was like, uh, uh, there's also anyway. a guy in a yellow vest <laughs> staring at me right now. Yeah. Uh, I'll show I'll show you guys. We're probably running out of time here pretty we are, soon. We are definitely I don't want to go to jail or get a boot time. on this thing. But no, Ricky, Ricky's been solid on the mile and a half uh, with this arrow package. I think even running second or or didn't run second. He ran second for a lot of the race at Nashville. I know it's a different arrow package, but I think he finished sixth in that race. That was a big deal. Wow, Huge dude. deal. That's because he yeah. came by the RV. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that that bodes super well going forward that they could have they they saw they could have top five speed, you know, regardless of it being a different arrow package. Like I said, uh, he's been very consistent on the one point fives on the intermediates with this five fifty arrow package. So I think Ricky Stenhouse will be uh, a uh, low owned play that everybody should consider on Sunday. Mississippi. Shout out to the SIP as always. And, and that it, it's what we call a, uh, a a great value play right there. So those are our four guys. That's Kyle Larson. That's Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Alex Bowman, Ryan Blaney. Those are the garage guys' picks for DraftKings FanDuel. We only gave you DraftKings prices because it's the only ones that really matter. Um, and we hope you use them. We hope you bag a fucking tourney. So now the moment you've all been waiting for the proof that we are at a Kroger. If my mic goes out, I'm just going to grab Dale's. Where's that vest guy? My leg's asleep. Wait, aim it down, aim it down, aim it down. No, yeah, look. There you go. There you go, Kroger. We are at a Kroger. It looks like, it really kind of looks like Slenderman standing right there. In a weird way. You see that weird character there? Yeah, there was a guy in the corner over there staring, but he's not there anymore. There's someone walking. Uh, but yeah, shout out to uh shout out to Kroger. All right, go back attorney. It's the garage guys. 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 It's the garage guys.
guys, it's the Garage Guys. It's it's the Garage Guys.